Greetings, adventurers, and welcome back to Guilds and Goblins, the what-if world game where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff adventures. I'm Mr. Eric, your guild master and host, and today we're starting off with a question from a listener named Carly. My name is Carly. I like rabbits, and my what-if world question is, what if rabbits flew up into the sky with rattlesnakes? Bye. Carly, I love that question. And it's going to pair beautifully with our question from patron Julie H. My name is Julie H. I live in Austin, Texas. And my what if world question, what if clouds turn hard and drop from the sky? Dun, dun, dun. I am six years old. I love your podcast. Bye. Ah, rabbits and clouds. This kind of harkens back to an old story. Episode 10, what if rabbits laid eggs in a cloud that fell down? That story starred Rolla Rabbit. So I think this adventure should star her little sister, Lola Rabbit, and of course, her character, Lolandra. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yay, it's me, Lola Rabbit. I know, I know, I didn't play in the last adventure, but I'm back now and looking to rejoin the party. My character's name is Lolandra. She's a bunny and nature mage who can control vines and shape change into a big bunny or like a bunny person. I don't know, maybe a human? Have I ever tried that? You have not. Well, good to know. And Lola Rabbit, I imagine you'll be joined by Mama Jamma and Papa Lou. That's right, I'm Mama Jamma, but my character's name is Swan Song. She's a swan person and a troubadour who can enchant others with her magical music. Ada, Papa Lou, but my character's Sir Loth of Hoth, a Jedi Knight with ice and wind powers that'll chill you to the bone. Now, before we jump into the adventure, we should remind the listeners what's been going on. Yeah, you might want to listen to episodes 270, 271, and last week's episode 275 to sort of get yourselves all caught up. Those are the 17th, 18th, and 19th Guilds and Goblins episodes. But anyway, our kids, and Scully, and Cuthuncle, are trapped on this Guilds and Goblins world. Whereas we're still free to play from the safety of Mamma Jam and Papa Lou's house. So it's up to us to find a way home for them. And I figure that if we find Zachamedes, Turtok, and Skull and Bones, maybe they can help. But what our adventurers don't know is that Zachamedes, Turtok, and Skull and Bones are currently lying half-buried in a dormant volcano halfway across Berend. Ah, so we just have to get halfway across this Berend place, uh, then we'll find them. You're not supposed to know that, though. But you just said it out loud. Well, yeah, you as the players can know it, but 
your characters wouldn't necessarily. Aww. Mr. Eric, it's only their third time playing a tabletop role-playing game. Maybe let's just give it to them this time. Okay. So let's find out what if clouds turned hard and fell from the sky, and what if rabbits flew up into the sky with rattlesnakes. Lolandra, Swansong, and Sir Loth of Hoth had been searching across Berend for weeks, while Cthuncle stayed behind in the Cinnamon Citadel to keep Zack, Zizi, and Scully the Squid nice and safe. But we still don't know how to get our kids back to What If World? You don't have any leads yet. But at least we know where to find that turtle talk in the Scully Boy. Ah, Narcobedes. Is he like an owl or something? Okay, for the last time, they're my friends, and their names are Turtalk, Skull and Bones, and Zachamedes. Right, and you're a Lolalabra. Lolandra. And you know, nobody has even actually told us where they are, so I'm really not sure how we're supposed to find them. Indeed, the search has been complicated by the fact that the sky has gone dark. And over the last few days, it's only been lit by an occasional bright red comet streaming across the sky. I bet if we find where those comets are coming from, We'll find my friends. How do you figure? Uh, well, they're d just really curious. So they probably head there. I'm gonna play a soothing swan song to help with all the bad vibes going around. So you can roll wonder. Oh, bad vibes are not good. Take a deep breath is what you should do when you're feeling blue. Then better times they will ensue. Hunk. <laughs> you know what, Mamma Gemma? You are so committed. I'll make this an easy wonder roll for you. I know how to do that now. 11 plus 4? Swan song, your beautiful echoing honk Hunk. carries through the dark, and you are answered by the sound of an approaching rattle. <laughs> Five enormous rattlesnakes fly through the night sky, and their rattles shaking excitedly, their scales shimmering in the starlight right above the adventurers. I pull out the Everthorn. I ready my sprite saber. And I tune my loot. You six snakes must have come here because of my song. Yes, indeed. We've never heard such strain honking music, says one of the snakes as it flies down a little bit closer. Well, you know, now that you're here, we could really use a ride. Turtle snakes don't just give rides. They must be earned. Did you say turtle snake? The snake held its head still just long enough to nod. Yes. We slither through the sky, sharing news, big and small. That's a very important job. I myself am a troubadour. Yes, and you've made my brethren hungry for stories and secrets. Uh-oh. Some of them think we should learn your secrets the old-fashioned way. Yeah, by uh, eating us. How'd you know? Hey, I'm a rabbit, you're a snake, wild guess. But if we are satisfied by the stories you share, we shall be indebted to you. And you'll give us a ride to find our friends at a distant volcano? Eh, uh, sure. One of the tattlesnakes suddenly lashes out in your direction, 
I try to distract it by waving my sprite saber around in a hypnotic pattern. Roll wonder. Ah, it's a seven. The tattlesnake ignores your wavy light show and wraps you up tight. You don't suffer hurt, but dare rules are going to be hard for you until you get out. Don't be such a bore. Give us gossip and lore. Mr. Eric, where are we? Like, where have we been walking around right now? You finally made it out of the desert desert and into the goblin plains. You're surrounded by long, sun-starved grass, low hills, and the occasional copse of sickly-looking trees. Whew, we really gotta get this sun going again, but uh, I'm gonna ask some of this grass to rise up and, and make a kind of wall in front of me. Roll wonder. Oof, two plus two. The wilted grass stretches before you, but having gone days without sunlight, it's too weak to slow down the giant tattlesnakes. And you find yourself wrapped up too. Ah, come on. Mamma Jamma, it's your turn. Sometimes I change into a tiny porcelain swan because I like being carried around in pockets. You shout this towards the tattlesnakes and their rattlers all stop. That's an interesting secret. Roll Wonder Mamma Gemma and we'll make it an easy roll. Eleven plus three? Three tattlesnakes close in on you but stop short and wave their heads back and forth as their bodies slowly lower to the ground. Okay, I got a secret for you. I'm scared of 50-foot snakes. Oh, we hear that one all the time. Which is why I recently learned how to talk to animals. I want to use my fourth-level nature-speak ability to tell this tattlesnake to put me down. Roll wonder. Oh, there's a 15 plus 4 with a s. The tattlesnake lets you go and slithers a few feet away. What magic is this? I don't know. We've never seen her do that before. It doesn't qualify as a secret. Well, here's something you don't know. Yet eyes only bathe once a year. And I skipped my last bath. Oh, I'll let you make an easy wonder roll for that tidbit. 14 plus 3. Finally getting a whiff of you, your tattlesnake loosens up and lets you go as well. Now I give my loot a strum to get their attention. I got a secret that's gonna blow your minds. My actions and words are being dictated to me by a person named Mamma Jamma who lives on another planet. Whoa, break the fourth wall much, Mamma Jamma. That's another easy wonder roll for you, Mamma Jamma. Ooh, six plus four. We're not impressed by metagaming. We like secrets that are shaming. And the tattlesnake gives you such a withering look that you take one hurt. Oh, then I got news for you, snakes. It's juicy and shameful, and I know you don't know it, even though it's about you. What? We know all about ourselves. Yes, 
We gossip among each other all the time. And about each other. I'll tell you what. If you know what I'm about to tell you, then you can, uh... Make a meal out of me and all my friends. Oh, I got us like Yeah, I'm not so sure. But if I'm right, then you fly us to our friends. And you owe me a favor after that. The tattlesnakes whisper among themselves, swimming through the air around and over each other like a great floating den, and glancing back in your direction with squinted eyes. We accept your bargain. Now what do you know about us that we don't? Here's the thing. I come from a big family of rabbits. And we used to be just like you. Gossiping and tattling. Always trying to get the one up on one another. So I know for a fact that each of you resents, fears, and often dislikes the other. Impossible. We're family. We slither together. Then here's something else you don't know. You all may be related, but you are not family. Until you share love, acceptance, and honesty. Alright, Lola, I'll give you an easy wonder roll. Ooh, that's a total of 21! The tattle snakes look at each other with distrust. That was, um, more of an opinion than a fact, right? I don't know. It hit pretty close to the pit. Yes, we snakes must spread truth without tattling, not simply gossip. You could share news across the world and maybe help everyone deal with this no-sunlight crisis. But we were always told that we were bad, because tattling is bad. Well, I'm telling you that you can make good choices by sharing truths that need to be heard. The tattlesnakes needed some time to consider your words, but they let you ride atop them as they flew in one slithering mass toward the distant volcano where you somehow figured out that your friends are being held. And all the while, the snakes continued to whisper amongst themselves. You think they bought it? But what? It's the truth. Yeah, but people can have trouble accepting truth, Lolandra. And that uh, doesn't always work out for an objectively delicious swan truth-teller. But true to their word, the tattlesnakes did bring you to the heart of this partially collapsed volcano. But as you draw near... All the once red, bright, glowing, egg-shaped crystals that were rolling around the outside of the volcano suddenly fall dormant, and their glow fades to a sickly yellow. I can't tell if this is good or bad. Do I see any sign of my friends? No, but there's still a cloud of dust rising up from the mouth of the volcano. It looks to your nature-trained eyes as if there may have been a recent rock collapse. I fly into the volcano. Kids, don't try this at home. And I summon a little puff of wind to help Lolandra and I float down there. I'll allow it. And Lolandra, all you see are pieces of red crystal and rubble and some familiar looking bones. Skull and bones, come join the game. I reshape my beat up bones and pirate salvage into my fabulous skeleton body. 
Skullin! Lolandra, help me dig out Tertarkin's Achimedes, please. You dig out Tertarkin's Achimedes quite quickly, but they are still pretty beat up from this rock slide. Yeah, I give them each one of my carrots. Nice. Zachamedes and Turtok join the adventure and remove one hurt. Wow, six players! That's a pretty big team, Mr. Eric. And I'm playing G&J with my babies for the first time. Mother, please, we're trying to stay in character. That's right, Turtok. Lolandra, you should introduce us to your friends who seem to be inexplicably affectionate towards Zachamedes and Turtok. Oh yeah, these are my friends, Sir Loth of Hoth and Swansong. And I'm Zachamedes. And I'm Turtok. Thank you for saving us. Now tell us, kiddos, or what happened here? Well, a storm elf named Sol wanted to steal the power of the fire gem for the underlows. Rather than let everybody share in it, swarmth in power. And we got half buried trying to stop her. But I snagged the heart of the gem at the last minute and saved the day. Skullin, when you hold out the gem, it flickers. And you can all hear its voice in your minds. Mortal creatures, you have saved the plenty gem of fire. We are forever in your debt. Hey, yeah, you keep talking about these plenty gems. What's their deal? These ancient fail-safes were put into place in case crazy stuff happened, like the sun going out or the sky falling. <laughs> what was that? Sounds like the sky is falling. Well, how do we stop it? The plenty gems cannot stop the root of the problem. Only stave off the horrible consequences. Some magic. This time you see it. A dark cloud, dimly lit by the glowing gems, seems to solidify and then fall from the sky. Shattering right outside the mouth of the volcano where you all reside. This may trigger the plenty gem of air. Ah, uh, the underlows are probably gonna want that too. I don't care about these underwears or these gems. Underlows. We gotta get our kids out of this world, especially if it's falling apart like this. Did you just say there are interlopers trapped here from another world? Oh yeah, it's just our kids. And also an interdimensional horror with powers beyond measure. They come from a place where what if ideas could reshape an entire world? Oh. Well, get them back to your world, please, and thank you, and immediately. You hear a distant whistle and feel a sudden whip of wind even from within the shelter of the volcano. Then the tattlesnakes all hurry through the volcano mouth and towards the lot of you. Something's up with the wind. And the clouds. But you're saying oh, we can stop all this if we get these interdimensional interlopers back to their world? But there is only one device 
powerful enough to help you travel between realities. And I am the only power great enough to make it work. And, uh, let me guess who has the device. The Underlows. Oh, I was gonna say the, the Master Artificer, but yeah, the Underlows, that's way worse. So we've just gotta find a way to see these mysterious Underlows. And save the world from a missing sun and a falling sky. I uh, don't forget that the Underlows are trying to steal the Plenty Gems. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right, Papaloo. Uh, thanks for the reminder. Yeah, I'm really getting the hang of this game. I hate to say it, but I think we need to split the party. Well, we can help. Say the Tattlesnakes. The world is in danger, so we'll put aside our petty differences. And use information to help others. Few so weird saying that. How should our adventurers split up? How will they get the kids and Gathunkle back to What If World? And how will your What If questions help us along the way? We'll learn the answer to some of these questions and some of yours. And the conclusion of our three-part story next week. Julie and Carly, thank you so much for your questions. I hope you all enjoyed the second part of this three-part adventure and our 20th Guilds and Goblins story. We've already got lots of questions to help our kids and Kathunkle get back to What If World. But we could still get some questions and ideas about the Plenty Gems, the Underlows, and any future quests you might be interested in. You can get a grown-up's permission and call us at 205-605-WHAT. Or shoot an email to whatifworldpodcast at gmail.com. You can also support us by going to patreon.com slash whatifworld for ad-free episodes, a shout-out on the show, monthly bonus content, and more. Hey, you might know we joined Airwave Media, and they've got a ton of history shows for grown-ups, like the Explorers podcast which focuses on famous explorers and their many adventures. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, my producer, Miss Lynn, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who know that truth and acceptance can always triumph over gossip. And until we meet again, keep wondering.